Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Under the Brawly, episode five. five. Marvelous. Yeah, Thank five. you, Layla. We're doing week four of Idol, but it feels like it feels like episode four, but we've done an intro episode, haven't we? Welcome back, everyone. Hi, Lee. You all right? I am all right, Flower. How are you? How's your week been? It's been all right. It's been quiet. We had a busy week last week, but uh, I'm having a chill one this week, thank God. Oh, I cannot relate. I did not stop for one second last week. I was By the time we got to switch on Sunday, I could barely keep my eyes open. You were a shell of the woman you once were. I was a shell of a shell, dear. <laughs> Getting to Idol woke me straight up, because oh. as, as always, there's lots going on, lots of people to talk to, lots to watch and see. And a very important week as well. Indeed. Live and prof week, eh, God. How so do... We had a nice short episode last week-ish. Yes, this is right going to be a long one, so again. buckle up, folks. Get yourself some snacks, get yourself some drinks. Indeed. Take time painting that face if, you, if that's what you're doing. So real quick, what, going into live and prop week, would be your advice for a contestant? Play your strengths, absolutely. If you've never had a mic in front of you before, pretend you're not there. Pretend you're with someone else or with your friends and you're just having a chat with them. It also helps that live week usually happens later on in the competition so you can familiarise with the contestants and the judges and stuff so you can actually have banter with them. It, I mean, I couldn't really give live uh, advice on live week and going right from what from my year because mm. I knew going into it, it was my first time holding a microphone, so... But you did extremely well. We were just talking about that before we started recording. I feel like you were the dark horse of last year. And there was a few dark horses this year, but we were pleasantly surprised yeah. by a lot. You did well as well, as well, I think. Yeah, they liked my live. They just said that there wasn't enough of it. And they they wanted, wish... And they, I mean, that's not really a critique if they wanted more of it. Yeah, I, um, I took, I took it as a good sign. Absolutely, yeah. Still got Sam packing, but never mind. She's not bitter, folks. Uh, I was really grateful for the time I had an idol. And I think and... making it past week three off. I think making it past week four in any year of idol is kind of it's it's an achievement, absolutely. Yeah, badge of honor. Mm. We did get to speak to a couple of the judges upstairs mm -hmm. about what they think of prop week and live week and idol and how mm. it sort of separates. The week from the... Is it the chaff? The week from the chaff. Lots of people say that, and I yeah. never know if I'm saying it correctly. I think it, is, it just means, like, taking the good ones out of the shite, I think. Yeah. Like that. I don't know. Separating the piss from the shite. Probably, I mean... <laughs> if you want to go with that, that's fine. I don't even know what that means. God. Hi, Penny. All right, though. I'm not too bad. How are you? I'm good. How are you feeling about this way? Uh, scared for the contestants. Do you know what? I love that. You're not, you're not scared at all, though, are you? I'm not scared you're at all. Just... I couldn't give a shit. I couldn't get paid and fuck off. Fair enough. <laughs> so, just a couple of questions about the competition. So, like, what's been your favourite theme so far this year? Uh, I love the duos week. Yeah. Getting to see people work together. Can they do it? Can they not? And no offence to you two, because I know you both in it last year, yeah. but this year's I, uh, duos week was phenomenal. I blew I it out the water. Yeah. I think it was good that, they, that you gave them a theme for it as well. Yeah. Whereas our oh, year, it was just work as a team and come up with something. Exactly, yeah. And what's the theme you'd like to see come back? After like previous Definitely years. not Disney. I'm sick of Disney. Um, I would like Disney fatigue. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see. I'd like to see Broadway or musicals. Or tonight would have been quite good because it's the Oscars, so we it oh, would have yeah. had like songs from the movies yeah. and stuff like that. And I how, love Night at the Movies. It'd be so good. good it'd be so good. Sunday Night Live when we do it at, uh, after the final. I'm doing a movie theme. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, oh just teasing. Oh, the well, it's been known. That's why I'm called Penetration. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Not just the tip, dear, not just the tip. Now, you've been very passionate about Drag Isle since you started, uh, since obviously been a judge and stuff. Um, so what's your favourite aspect about the competition as a whole? The fact that it doesn't matter what kind of a performer you are, you can be yeah. alternative, you can be campy, you can be modern, you can be old school, it doesn't matter yeah. because we judge what we see, yeah. not what a person is. And I've done other competitions and judged other competitions and sometimes it comes to a point of, oh, so because they're like an actual girl being a girl, they can't enter, they can't do Well, yes, they fucking can. Is it still technically a drag competition? It is because people are still putting the makeup on. But it's more of a, a talent show now, let's say. And I love the fact that every year the talent just keeps fucking getting better and better and better. Treats a makeup come back this year and treat lost. <laughs> Love you, she's my daughter, it's fine. I don't know, I'm a first approach this, and anyway. And last little question, who's your front runner this year? Oh, am I allowed to say Carsey Vic. Absolutely Vic the prick. He, I'm, I'm actually stood looking at him as we're doing this now. There is no character broken ever. No. From coming upstairs to finishing the show, yeah. everything is just immaculate. But for me, it's between, it's a two horse race at the minute. I think others could bring it out as well, but between Vic the Prick and Dildor for me. Yeah, great chance. I think the calibre of this year, and we both said it, we think the calibre is stronger than our way. It's amazing. Yeah. How much better can it get? So yeah. honestly, I don't envy you as a judge <laughs> being like the one, the ones to make the decision yeah. and have to split hairs between the performers because they're all so fucking good. You just hit the nail on the head there. It is splitting hairs. This week might not be as hard to judge because the live can fuck people up and so can using a prop. And let's face it, poor Cherry's got a ladder. Like, what is she... uh, Well, I'm saying what she's going to do. She'll probably jump off into a split, do a backflip, flip-flop, fucking all the way off the stage and land in a fucking perfect Padaboo Ray down pose. Now, if I don't see that, I will be nothing but disappointed. Oh, just come to my next show. It's a (laughs) man. Well, before we start off with the first competitor of the week, we did have one less to talk about this yeah, week. We did. Barry asked she couldn't make it because she was ill, which, fair enough, look after yourself, girl. Absolutely, yeah, you've got to do what you need to do. Yeah. I did get the impression upstairs that the contestants were a little bit uneasy about it, perhaps a little perturbed, or right. a little bit, uh, we'll just say it, a little bit pissed. Right, yeah, which is fair enough, I mean, like, if, if a... I don't think they were really... pissed at the reason that she wasn't there, because obviously you can't help being yeah. ill, but apparently upstairs the, the general understanding was that she got a free pass, Right to the next week, and I think that's what yeah, some of them have that I'm not gonna, about. I don't agree with because let's say like a really good competitor of our year, how was in the same situation? Let's let's say Stacy mm-hmm. was in the same same situation, doing really really well, and then couldn't make it because she was ill, but got a free pass anyway. I think I'd be a little bit annoyed. I'm not gonna, even though I was, I was close with Stacy, I think even if that what still was the case, I would be a little bit. Annoyed, yeah. Well, as it transpired, that wasn't the case. I think no, that was just, you know, scuttlebug and rumour mill. You know, it's it's always in full swing. And yeah. I, it was interesting that we saw a little bit of that, like, mm-hmm. cunty sort of competitive side come out in people because yeah, we haven't really seen any drama this year. Really that we, that we say. So it was it was just interesting. But Ari, as it transpired, 
had to send in a video of her performance and of her life. And I think that sort of smooths it over a little bit. But given that she was ill, she couldn't help that. No. But anyway, moving on to our first competitor of the night, which was the lovely Saturn Addict. We had a little feature, didn't we, love? We did, yes. She had to be under the Brawley Girls to help help out. But it was, honestly, I had so much fun not only watching the number, but also having that little... I know, that's the Saturn, someone that I've really wanted to do a performance with and sort Mm -hmm. of work with because I think they're such an incredible artist. Uh, Their prop of the week was a... It was a candy cane. It was a candy cane in quotation marks. It was not a candy cane. It was a lollipop with a peppermint swirl. I don't know why that bothers me, but I'm like, it's not... Yeah, it's not a lollipop. We get really heated about prop week, but we don't have to go there. Yeah, maybe there is some untapped rage in there that I need to work through. I will speak to my therapist about it, I promise. Yeah, the therapist. Every time I see a bike, I I put a branch through the bike spokes. (laughs) One nose just starts playing. I know, that old lady, bless her heart, she'll never be the same. Literally. (laughs) So, Saturn took this theme, I think in a really clever way. So, they used the whole, like... You know, because we live in Newcastle, you know, drug dealers very, you know, there's there's one on every fucking corner, basically. <laughs> but they used the candy thing as when you're in school and there's people, mm-hmm. you know, I say it illegally, like against the rules, selling sweets, sweets and doing you know, side deals and, and backhanders. Yeah, and link that with, you know, our neighbourhood of, you know. Drug Dealer Central, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> so Saturn had lots of different songs worked in there. Yeah, all really relevant as well. Yeah, had done, so yeah, like Candy Shop mm-hmm. and working Candy Store. For, Candy Store. Yeah. What's it called? The musical? It's from a musical. It is. I'm not very educated on musicals, forgive me. You see, I'm more versed in musicals, but I can't remember which one it's from. Yeah. I don't know. But no, music was really good. Did some of their own voice work well yeah. as well. Yeah, Saturn's got a really good voice mm-hmm. if that makes sense like i could mm-hmm. see them doing voice acting oh yeah yeah because oh, they're yeah, great they're great with accents mm-hmm. which we got to see uh, uh they did their yeah. irish which they love to do and also their welsh which worked into a joke about plop which yeah. is always always a fun one, <laughs> a great one to go to. <laughs> but the number i think so the main critique with the number was that the fact that it didn't go anywhere which i do mm. kind of agree with However, I still thought it was a really fucking entertaining number. Like, I've, I've, like I watched it back before recording, and I I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So as we were, as we said, we were we had like little cameos in the number. So, so we, we were stood at the side, and I didn't see the number from the front. Mm-hmm. So I've only seen it on the video, and. I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would watching it back. Yeah. However, I think it was a very well put together number. Yeah. I just don't think, I don't know, Saturn didn't seem to enjoy it, mm-hmm. which is a shame because if someone's enjoying the number, yeah. then it makes you enjoy it. I think Saturn's still suffering from the thinking about, thinking too much about what you're doing that like it takes away from your face. Mm-hmm. I think Saturn could learn even more from perhaps Dildo, someone who's so animated in the face. Yeah. That I think if Saturn maybe took a little bit of that and even just like even moving the eyes and the eyebrow, just like I don't know, just make make it look like you're happy to be there, <laughs> which yeah. obviously she is. But... I mean, it kind of worked with the character that sort of pissed off yeah. look. Yeah, she she was doing a very like pissed off Chava like. Mm-hmm. But I, I would have liked to have seen just a bit more, mm-hmm. and it's like it's a shame that 
they had to have this sort of dip because up until now, like, Saturn's trajectory yeah. has been up and up and up and up and up. Absolutely, yeah. So it's a shame that that... I think had one of the most impactful numbers of the whole competition. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Certainly the most meaningful yeah. thus far. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's... It, honestly, it's one of my favourites still from this year. Yeah. The live was... I thought, I thought, again, I thought really good. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, again, I had planned bits, but also improvised here and there, which is really... So I heard all of the jokes from off the side of stage, because mm-hmm. obviously we couldn't see it from where we were stood. Yeah. But I, I heard all of the jokes, and the jokes were really punchy. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it was because the f- Saturn was the first on, but the crowd seemed to be, like, making them work really hard yeah. to get a laugh. And obviously Saturn was on first as well, so it's hard to start that off. Um, like the joke about a granny and the dirty protests, yeah. that was fucking that funny. Was and it got like, it got a laugh, but it was sort of tepid. And I was like, come on guys. Like, yeah. like I laughed at everything they were saying. Yeah. I don't know if the timing was amazing. I think they were so focused about getting all that, all their jokes in, which mm. is fair enough. I was the same. Yeah. I, uh, had so much so perhaps seemed a bit gonna, rushed. Yeah, and I think it's so like sad that they only got two minutes. We got three minutes, Ali. I didn't. Yeah, know, which was so. Like, is it two minutes? Uh, yeah, they got two minutes. Yeah, mm. which is That's really shit. really hard. Yeah, you can. Um, there's not a lot you can do on a microphone in two minutes unless you miss Rory and you're so an you've absolute genius. What, why you're there and what you're doing? Then yeah, actually, what then do what you're meant to be doing and then finish it off. Like it's hard to. Plan all that out. Yeah, like we had three minutes, and even I thought that wasn't enough. Neither did I. No. It goes so quick, you don't realise how quick that time goes. Literally. And Chris obviously gives you a cue with the light, that, like a flash mm-hmm. punches a light when you've only got 20 seconds left. But even then, it was it's, it's just, just hard, man. Just hard. I thought Saturn did a great job with the live. Yeah, me too. Again, I don't know whether it was, like you say, the timing of the jokes, because it was very punchy. Mm-hmm. If you listen back, like, Saturn understands how to set a joke up mm-hmm. and then knock it down. And a lot of the jokes as well were very scene-relevant. So yeah. So a lot of the crowd, like, would get them. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just through the first one on, and I think a lot of people were still trying to get engaged in the night, which is, I mean, fair enough. Fair, yeah. I, I think she, it definitely wasn't her best, and I think she could definitely have done better, but definitely, like, I don't think it was bad at all. Really, John? No. The live certainly wasn't. I don't think by I don't think by any means the number was our best at all. No, no, me neither. But Saturn, I, I've spoke to them about it and they yeah. know that. But I do think the live got a bit of an unfair response. Yeah, if I'm honest, I agree. Because a lot of the a lot of the judges were visibly laughing and even mm-hmm. smiling. Like Rory pretty much had a, laugh, a smile on her face the entire time. Yeah. The critiques weren't too bad. No, 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 they weren't. Anyway, moving on. Moving straight on. Who was next? We had Costa Fortune, or should I say... Starbucks. Costa Fortune slash Chris Howe. Costa Howe. Costa Howe. Chris Fortune. Chris Fortune, yes, let's go with that. That's the one I like the best. So Costa had this brilliant idea of doing Chris Howe, because her prop was a litter picker. A litter picker. And obviously, if you've watched Drag Idol, you'll know that pretty much after every number, Chris is there by the stage with that fucking sleeping brush. My favourite moment of this year, this been oh, was, I can't remember which week it was, I but he was, was sweep- one or two. he was sweeping full props off the stage yeah. with a bloody brush. Because he obviously was, doesn't want to interfere with the video. And it was the, the video funniest video. fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It was, all you can see in the video is just a, a, a magic sweeping brush just like going into this. Oh, it was so funny. So I think taking 
the little pick at him doing Chris Howe. I think some, someone has never done a, a full performance no. about Chris Howe. Occasionally you'll get a mention. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And something the judges brought up was the fact that it's great that Chris got this sort of, like... And he got his flowers. Yeah, it's like, very fucking Seriously, hard. like, everything that goes into Drag Idol mm-hmm. has got to be a fucking shit ton. Literally. And, then, and people grief him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I mean, the sound system's not best, you know, my goes off every now and again, but, like, there is so much going on. Like, yeah. Not only what you see in the videos, but also upstairs, he's running around, like, upstairs and downstairs switch for contestants to ask them what they need, where they need it, when they need it, like... He does a lot for drama. He's very attentive as far as, like, yeah. asking the queens what they need and what they want. Um, but yeah, back to Costa. Yeah. The performance, to me, again, was just another... Slam dunk. Slam dunk. She smashed it out the mm-hmm. fucking park. It was hilarious. All of the songs that were in there, mm-hmm. the sound bites, like, I... Yeah, my brain, when I think about it, and I've watched it back a couple of times now to try and sort of gather some sort of coherent response Mm -hmm. to this number, and I'm just like, it just makes me smile. Yeah. That's the only response I have to it. It was just classic drag entertainment. Yeah, it was just straight up comedy, and the fact that she came out in a black t-shirt, jeans, and a ball cap, like... With heels. With with heels. (laughs) It was just so good, and the whole storyline was the fact that Chris is sick of cleaning up after the queens, doing stuff for the queens, and wanted to be the queen himself, and then yeah. drag her <laughs> it, was, it was just so funny. So, obviously had all the judges criticising, yeah. they even had a soundbite in from you Yeah, there. Chris, what'd I tell you? <laughs> and then, like, just cracked and went into the... What's that song? It was the Glee version. All that work, but what did it get me? Yeah. Why did I do it? Yeah, I know, I know what song it is, but... And, I... like, work by Britney, mm-hmm. and You Better Work, Bitch, and... Yeah. Was Rihanna in there? Work, work, work? Yeah, yeah. That and was just, in there. And dancing like a slut as well. Oh my god, and the best part, holding up the litter picker and flipping... Whipping the, flipping hair that wasn't there, Layla. So funny. Who the fuck would think to do that? Literally. Costa... I t- again, I take my wig off to you, girl. I get out. You, you were bolded. Like, and it was so funny. And then the live as well was really good. Um, I will say, it, reminiscent to Bonnie and Ben's from last year, as in like a whole a skit, yeah, like a whole like yeah, a skit and um, very like, well written, well done. Yes, yes. So the live was the fact that Costa was stuck in Chris Howe's body Can. and needed the judges to sort of like seance her out, yeah, her body, <laughs> and eventually. Tore the t-shirt off, did the reveal trousers into fishnets about a, a, a very lovely black boy suit, I must say. And yeah, you and, would love that. And put on a wig, and Costa was like, "Oh, it was, it was a honestly, it was a full storyline from the start of the number to the end of the live, and it was really fucking clever." Made Rory touch touch them. Yeah, and Rory was like, "I don't believe I've ever touched a contestant," and then, and then Rory looked at me down towards the stage because I was stood, I was stood by Rory. And she's like, oh, well, I'm off that tough sheen last year. And you said you hadn't washed since. I'm like, what was Rory's response? I will say, I said, I said, I haven't washed it since. I mean, the dress that I was wearing. And she was like, that's why you got all those spots on your face. And I was getting really insecure because I was like, oh my God, is she pointing out my acne right now? But she meant all the freckles I had. She did. Because you obviously, you draw your freckles on. And it took, I was stood next to you. It took me a second. And I was like, did she just like, and then I was like, surely not. And then the, Penny dropped. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she means a freckles. Yeah. I almost like, I almost literally cried. I was like, no, God. What was it you said? You just said, what was it? I was like, Rory. 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 <laughs> no, she meant, and then she was like, and it's all coming out your face. Just my love. Like, oh. 
funny. I love the woman. I think she's amazing. Just overall, just fucking meant from Costa Rica. It was. The, the live was great. The number, like, there were so many little bits. I was enlisted to help set off a oh, yeah, confetti cannon. Hands, yeah. And I couldn't get the fucker, like, oh, those, twisted. those twist ones are so difficult, aren't they? I was like... I need to make sure yeah. that this works on the cue because Bonnie had given me a very specific cue. She mm-hmm. was going to nod at me, and it was when this the beat dropped in the song. It's yeah. gonna be me, boom! And I couldn't get it undone, and I was like, I was trying with yeah. all my might, and yeah. then um, Mindy Manners was sat next to me and was like, "Twist it the other way, then twist it back," and I did that, and it worked. So uh, thank you, Mindy, because like my asshole was falling out. I was sweating. I was like. Bonnie's gonna kill me. Yeah, I think it, it would have even worked with one party kind of, but like, you know. And that, it kind of worked because Costa went with it yeah. and like responded to the mm-hmm. extra confetti and then the roses yeah. while she was singing Never Enough. Mm-hmm. And it was calm. It was fabulous. And it's a bit of as well. That's why I told Cherry not to have one of those twisty ones because they, yeah. they are so hit and miss. But no, like Costa. Stick to a good it. old party pop. That works the trick. Oh my eye. I think it's I think it's quite funny just having like a tiny little one as well. It's, it's so like such a pissy little piece of plastic. And also it was a party pop at that, that reference, but that's yeah, we'll, jumping we'll, ahead. We'll get, we'll get to it. Well done, Costa. Yeah. Again, smashed it out of the park last well. Uh, yeah, really very well done. Next was Aria Quinn, mm-hmm. our lovely Middlesbrough girl left in. So she oh, I think she actually had the fuck over prop this week. A cowboy hat. Beca- only because of what she did last week. Okay, yeah, that did make sense. But we said, I was like, it would be fucking hilarious if she just did Jessie. But I feel like that's too on yeah. the nose. And she kind of did do Jessie a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Taking the yard sale thing, the whole thing from Toy Story. I didn't get that. Oh, yeah, so in the, in the that first... One st- if that was intentional, that went straight over my head. Yeah, I mean, she's a smart girl, so it probably was. Um, But no, I, I, I clocked it immediately. I was like yard sale you know you gotta find me i was like this is it's sort of it's connecting so she was doing a yard sale obviously like the last toy story and it turned into sort of like an auctioneer i thought it was scat going on yeah well it kind of is in a way like singing not the fair um <laughs> just saying uh, <laughs> yeah, it would have been a very different number if she had to start smearing shit all over herself. Bamba's tits is returning next year, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I think she'd be fabulous in that. Well, I think so as well. So her first little, like, auctioning thing was the, uh, a little stereo mm-hmm. that was playing my neck, my back, my pussy, and obviously thy crack. And I played it to give that to Rory. Then the next prop was the, a box, looked in it, screamed. No one knew that what was it was. That was hilarious. No one knew what was in it. And put put the box down. I love that gag. So simple, but yeah. so effective. And it leaves us guessing, like, what's in the box, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the next prop was, obviously, the cowboy hat that she got given this week. Put it on Penny and gave her a lap dance to John Wayne. I'm triggered. Why are you triggered? <laughs> Tell the people. Next question. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so It was a stumble, not a fall. It was a stumble. You're fine. I wasn't the one who had the fall, are you? Correct. Not hot. And then I gave Penny a lap dance to John Wayne, and then the last prop, we finally found out what was in the box. Mm-hmm. And it was the glove she had from week one, but yeah, and the whole out had that sort of like hillbill sort of like moment, mm-hmm. and the voice repeating over and over as if she was yeah. going to have a, a meltdown. Yeah, it was it was good. And she pulled it out of the box, pulled the petals out of out of the glove, and gave it to Plastique. And had that quote from Ariel from X Factor, R.I.P. Bless her. Um, icon, icon, legend, and star. 
And it was the whole like it's not something to be understood. It's something to be understood from an academic perspective. And you can't obviously you're not an academic. academic. Oh, it was so. I am funny. not a number. She's so good at like getting such relevant quotes. Mm-hmm. It was like the country boy, I love you. Very niche, but yeah. Also not like a yeah, lot of very... people get these references or these yeah. Vine moments or TikToks or whatever. It's very like. And she's immersed in that world, so it does make sense that this is the inspiration that she's pulling from. Me and her have very, I'm going to guess, have very similar, like, pop culture reference Mm -hmm. kind of ideas, because I go straight to, like, X Factor things, Vine thing, like, you know, it's it's kind of... Good, let's face it. it. Let's face it, wasn't it? Was there anything about that in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, I mean, these aren't alive. She basically just did not... It didn't seem like much of it was planned. If it was, it came across very natural. Yeah, she's she's a very natural speaker. I spoke to Aria upstairs, and yeah. she was really nervous. Yeah. Just wanted to get her thoughts on proper live week. Mm-hmm. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Under the Brolly with Mia T. Cleaver. I am here in Switchbar, and I am joined by the gorgeous Aria Quinn. Hi, Aria. Hello. How are we all? Great, great. How are you feeling, my darling? Um, I'm feeling good. Bit nervous, but as I always say, if you're not nervous a little bit, you don't want it enough. Yeah. Live and prop week are a bit of a shit I'll get off the pot moment. So this is the week that really separates the the weak from the strong. But I think you've got it in the bag, Diva. If you stay calm, you've got it. I hope so. Um, the competition so far, it, everyone left is really good, so... There's going to be a good person that goes home now anyway. And honestly, this year has been so hard. The fact that duos with icons and now week for props and live. God knows what next week's going to be. I know. Speaking of next week, if you had the choice of what sort of theme that you might like for week five, it'll be by that point, what theme would you choose? Have you thought about it? If you had the choice. So I would like something a little... so. I want to do something that you can do as something a bit emotional, maybe a little bit political, because I feel like that's one thing that I haven't been able to show. And it's a bit hard to throw it in there when you don't know how people are going to react. So if everyone's doing it, I feel like it might be a good option. Well, historically, political comedy and political commentary and drag idol are two things that have gone down very well course Frida Safik who won 2021 she was a very political artist and it could very much work in your favor so I'd say as far as politics are concerned don't be scared to to go near them is that something in your drag that you do quite a lot are you quite political um I am and I'm not I could be more political absolutely but sometimes it's not necessarily something I do a lot that's why I think I would like to lean into it for a number just to show that that is a side of me that I can do. Absolutely. And I think given everything that's going on in the world at the moment, with what we see in Tennessee, drag in itself is political. So just you being here tonight and being on that stage is a political statement in itself. Well, exactly, yeah. It's, the world's getting more scary and scary. You think it's going to get better, but it doesn't. But drag is such a great art form and there should be a hundred different ways to do drag and different types of drag. Absolutely. Very well said. Well, I hope tonight goes very well for you, my love. And again, stay calm, do what you do best, perform, 
and you do it beautifully. So I honestly have no doubts in my mind that we'll see you next week. Well, thank you so much and thank you for interviewing me. Hopefully, there might be more at the final, where I'll be. Absolutely. Maybe we'll do, be doing a winning interview with that crown on your gorgeous head. Well, of course. Who knows? Best of luck tonight and snap a lash. Yeah, thank you very much, Harry, for that little interview. We do appreciate it. I love the girl. But I was really impressed by her live. Again, not someone that I necessarily expected. Neither did I. A great live. No shade. Wasn't someone I expected. I think the only reason we didn't expect a great live is because she's not particularly the most talkative person. Yeah. Like Cherry. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, she's very quiet. Dark horses. Quite to herself, yeah. But But um, again, also, and I know this is a stereotype and we shouldn't necessarily do it because she's so visually stunning and is a great performer it's very rare that you meet people especially young people with the complete skill set yeah, i agree like you typically you'll meet someone who's a fabulous dancer but mm. they don't like doing live like cherry yeah or you'll meet someone who's great on a microphone mm. but kind of dance for shit yeah and as well can we just point out what she was wearing that oh chap it was. I mean, it's denim, so she it's like. She made it. Yeah, I know. In in a week, it, it surprises me. Like, there's no way she had that. That doesn't strike me as an Aria look. I don't know, like, because if you look at her Instagram, she can pull out fucking everything. No, she does like amazing like variety in her looks, but I wouldn't have expected her to be a denim fan, so I mm. don't think she already had it. I feel like she made it. I don't know, like, oh, she she did make it, like, but uh, when no, she, when she made it, I don't know, but. As in, like, she didn't have it already prepared for this week. Oh, right. Fact, like, yeah. she made it specifically for this. That's, right. that's okay. the point. That makes sense. But looks amazing. Like, she looks I incredible. make my own shit, but I don't make it that well. Yeah, she's she's oh, a damn seamstress. Literally. And I'm a hot bluerist. <laughs> Although I can so I just can't be asked half the time. That's fair. Busy girls. But um, her number was, like, a lot of just off-the-cuff kind of... There's a lot of different kind of jokes in there. It was kind of a roast. It was kind of taking the piss out of myself. Uh-huh. The highlight of her number for me was she had a guitar case. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember. actually yeah. playing an instrument, <laughs> got into the guitar case, and pulled out a fucking recorder. I mean, I kind of saw it coming. I don't I know why. I did not. Not, because obviously I didn't know she was going to play an instrument, but when, I, when she said, I'm going to play uh instrument and then i saw i was like there ain't a guitar in that bag no, and then my I brain was... immediately went recorder yeah. i don't know why what i thought was in the guitar case was going to be a ukulele like a small guitar in a big guitar case but the fact that it was a recorder i was like that's brilliant like it was so big and played it terribly by the way because she doesn't she was she don't, probably doesn't actually play the recorder i don't know does anyone actually play the recorder no one is sh- surely no one is good at playing recorder it's a terrible instrument I played a recorder one time. Can't remember his name. To me, a recorder. A recorder to me is just one step up from those lollies you used to get as a kid with a stick, where you just like pull it out. Oh my like, god! Yeah. Or like Wrong. that's that sound that happens in Carry On Cabin when Barbara Wynn says "bikini top" comes off. That's an old reference. No, no, I get, I get the that's reference. That's the Rolling Nanas. Rolling Nanas. But, uh, yeah, I love that carry on camping. <laughs> honestly, another slam dunk from Aria. Like, yeah, I, was I think really she's impressed. the one that's kind of just take, 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 take all the way up. And I think she's doing very well. Uh-huh. Very she well. was, up until now, she was my sort of middle 
ground if yeah. you're going to rank them. Like, yeah. if we were pulling up Stacey's or Gladys's spreadsheets, mm-hmm. I would have probably had Aria in the middle. Yeah. But now, I'm like... She's one of my frontrunners. She's one of my frontrunners. And we spoke to Plastique upstairs, and yeah. one thing that they said was that they would be quite happy with any of the any combination of four yeah, me too. from the queens and kings that are still left in the competition. And uh, to and I that, and um, I agree. So, yeah, all right, love, nice to see you. Hello, how are you? You're all good? Yeah, we're all good. How are you feeling about this week? Um, I... Live and props is the two things that yeah. guaranteed trip the contestants. So every single time they either get a dodgy prop, like like a bike, for Correct, example, yes. here, um, <laughs> or painted rainbow. Um, <laughs> like literally, the props are always crazy. Yeah. And live, me and Rory were talking about it on Friday. We were saying there's contestants in the competition that probably never in their career want to do live. It's Absolutely, probably something yeah. they've never thought yeah. about. They're probably very happy being performers or whatever. But the good thing about Drag Island is we're trying to bring out all the skills that you need to do every aspect of drag. And that's like creativity, live, you know, holding an audience. And this is the week that really tests all of those three big kind of points that we need from you. I know it definitely stumped us last year, doing like yeah. the two in one. It, like, it really threw a lot of us off, but... I think challenging what you said about all the necessary components of drag. Mm-hmm. Treat Drag Idol for what it is in its essence, a boot camp. It is, it is the best boot camp for a, a new queen, mm-hmm. a seasoned queen, anyone. Because we said last week on the so podcast fast. that it, it, I think it helped you do so well in BAM. Yeah, so. absolutely. It yeah. gave me the, that necessary skill set. And I was saying this literally the other day, like I, since Drag Idol, when I competed way back in the late 1920s, um, like I've not always. done anything similar to what I did in Drag Idol mm-hmm. since, but everything I learned in Drag Idol has shaped me into the drag queen I am. Yeah. Um, so it's not necessarily about how you perform in the competition, it's what you do with the skills uh, yeah. that we give you from doing the competition. Yeah. The real work begins afterwards, like don't sit idly by. Well I came third place. So realistically, I should have done bugger all with my career, but it's how hard you work. If you can get people to like you, if you can get people to think that you're hireable, then you've got a career regardless of where you place in the competition. So what's, it's probably a hard question, what's been your number of the the year? Like your favorite performance? There's a lot of good ones. Um, It's between two. Okay. It is between, um, both from last week, Oh, right, yeah. Ari and Vic. Fat, yes. With their Bonnie and Clyde. So And um, Dixon and Aria yeah. really killed it. If we could have had two best in week last week, it would have been yeah. nice too. I mean, they did last year, didn't they, with the teams, mate? Well, we Aye, but I'm a nasty cunt, so I won't <laughs> let you. Fair enough. I've said we're only having one and we're kicking 12 out. That's Fair. how I like it. We said it just to Penny before. Yeah. The calibre, again, has it just been gets raised. Better and better every how year. much better can it get? And it was all, it, as the years go on, it becomes more and more diverse and like open to so many other different kind of performers. And it's so like nice to say. Like, like I've done this for seven years now, being a round drag idol, and it's earlier and earlier in the competition. You're getting rid of all the crap. Like, and this year we got rid of all the crap week one. You know, and not even everyone we got rid of was crap. No. Like, you, it used to be a time that you'd, maybe the semi-finals, you'd go, oh, we've got the right yeah. contestants here. From week two, we had the right contestants, yeah. and any trip could send them home, so 
Good luck. <laughs> and tailing off of the fact that you've been around Drag Out for seven years, how does it feel going from a contestant to obviously like mediating it down where the votes are taken to being on the panel? Correct. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Valid. It's, it's very exciting. Um, it's what helps is that I've got the kind of encyclopedic knowledge yeah. from being here for so long. I, I can just kind of, I look at something and I go, oh, well, six years ago, this happened and this happened and this happened. And um, it, it's nice. I feel more involved with the contestants. And I love all these contestants. These are really nice contestants to have. Like, I almost wish we were mentoring them this year because yeah. I'd take all of them and just kind of nourish them and make them all perform Jesse J. It would be very <laughs> well, exciting. Be yeah. All in pussycat oh, wigs. doing Domino. Maybe yes. even a bit of pink in there. Yes. Maybe. Yes, they'd be good at that. Squeeze a bit in there. And last little question, we asked Penny, uh, who's your front runner? This um, at this point, the only people guaranteed to get to the final are the judges. Everyone else, they could slip up yeah, at any slip. point. But any four of the girls and guy that we have left could be our top four. They're, like, they're all so fucking good. The caliber speaks volumes. Any one in this competition right now yeah. could be a winner. Mm-hmm. I, I can yeah. see them all up on Boulevard. It's Absolutely. really a shit I'll get off the park. It's right? exactly yeah. that. So. Like, what happens tonight is going to be so informative mm-hmm. to who we potentially could be looking at for the final. Yeah. I'm buzzing off my tits. I, I, can't can't wait. Wait. <laughs> I can't wait to sit and watch it. Well, but, yes, me too. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Uh, hope to chat you again next week. Yes, I'll be, I'll be somewhere. Wearing nice. something lovely and magic. We'll find you. <laughs> nice to speak to you. Thank you, Plastic. And I very much could see Aria now in the finale. So, who knows? Yeah. But well done, Aria. You smashed it, girl. And really I'm very good. impressed. Really, really good. Given how nervous she was, I was very impressed with yeah. the outcome. Moving oh, on. Next up was Dixon Stones. Dixon Stones, indeed. And her prop was bread buns, which... Again, seems like a prop which lends itself nicely, though. I didn't yeah. know that Dixon works in Greg's. So when Dixon turned up in full Greg's regalia. I was, I was like, gagged. what is happening right now? Where did she get that uniform? Yeah, I, I was like, where did you get that? She's like, oh, but I was like, oh. I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. I, and I see Dixon storming behind the counter in Greg's, tearing the uniform off someone. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll have that. Yeah. Imagine. Or just like, oh, being like, funny. he has your steak big. Stupid slut. Stupid slut. But uh, they took, they obviously did the whole Greg's worker thing, and we had a little cameo from Reese Weatherspoon. We did, yes. Uh, being the sort of ditzy customer who is just staring at the menu, not knowing what they want. Yeah, it was good, but I I will say I felt like it still focused a little bit. Yeah, it did. I think the them standing there for as long as they did in both times they came up, it did take away a little bit. Because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the time I was just like, like what, what's like what is going on? And there was actually a part of it. Like Rory said, uh, "I looked at, I looked at, let me do my Rory. I looked down at Layla, and I said, what's going on?' She said, "I don't know." And, and she's very much right. I, I pretty much didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. Yeah, but... this, this is the thing with Dixon's numbers. It's kind of intentional that you don't know what's going on. Yeah. However, this was the first number where I really didn't mm-hmm. have a clue. Yeah, like I was really struggling to follow the narrative mm. i kind of got the karen thing but not yeah. really yeah it was it, not it, it, the, the concept wasn't clear and as well usually dixon's tracks are very like chaotic but well edited yeah whereas this they're week, very they're very smooth in a way yeah very seamless whereas this week it, it seemed quite 
I'm going to say choppy, which yeah. I, I hate to say it, but it, it wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't smooth. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and this was the, actually the first number of Dixons that I've ever seen, because obviously I've seen them at Open Drag, Drag Idol now. And this is the first of Dixon's numbers that I've seen where I've, I've not, not enjoyed it, but like, I've kind of had to spend more than like three seconds figuring out what was going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's usually, there's always a lot going on, but it's always very simplistic in its, like, way of translating over to the audience, Mm -hmm. whereas this week I didn't feel like that. Mm -hmm. And as much as I I adore Dixon, I really do, and it's, I I hate to say it, but I I didn't enjoy the number. Yeah. Even with the crazy gags of, like, smashing the bread rolls. Oh, I almost thought I got hit with a fucking bread roll, like... They were tossing those bread rolls around Twitch. I was like, we're just throwing them around, and I was like, "Fuck, I'll kill you!" I was like, "I have no idea why." I was hiding behind um, Anna, Cara's sister. Uh-huh. Like, You're getting hit, not me. So just stay behind us. I'm not getting fucking hit by a bread roll. I can only assume that it was in response to wanting to be able to do something to a Karen. I think <laughs> oh, maybe that was that, it. As someone who, as two people who have mm-hmm. and do work in hospitality. There's a lot more than throwing a fucking bread roll at someone that we want to do. Honestly, it was it was just very convoluted. There were yeah. gags in there that I did enjoy. Yeah, like, I really enjoyed. I mean, I'll always enjoy the Dixon flair. Mm. I really do. Like, even if if the even if I don't like the number, mm-hmm. but I can see that Dixon's enjoying it, I will enjoy that part Absolutely, of it. Yeah, and I re- I did really enjoy the duck walk and the Vogue with the pasties in tongs. Yeah, and. It was just so ridiculous, and that's what I love from Dixon. Too, yeah. I just love those ridiculous little ideas that they have. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry about when, when else have we seen someone Vogue with some pasties before? Yeah, never. And was, I, I don't know why we weren't expecting something like that. From Literally, Dixon. and yeah, it, yeah. So it wasn't their best number, and their live was, I'm gonna say, expectedly difficult yeah dixon really struggles to speak publicly yeah one-on-one that yeah absolutely easy and lovely to have a conversation with honestly i just love just chatting to dixon because when every time i chat to dixon i'm like that's siphon out of your mind that can make me understand you (laughs) no like they yeah they definitely struggled i would say the most out of everyone um yeah there was quite a few moments where they had to stop talking and just have a have a minute and breathe I shouted from the audience, take a breath, girl, yeah. breathe. Yeah. Because I knew that hearing a familiar voice mm-hmm. and a sort of calming yeah. voice would calm her down, and yeah. it did. And also, I will say, the audience was so patient Literally, and like, so loving. Yeah. And Plastique said it, that the audience in Switch, if they're not enjoying oh, not enjoying a number, they can be nasty not only they can turn on you real quick like like they can be verbally vicious like they can literally like i've seen i've seen in, in previous dragon numbers them literally booing people yeah and the the amount of support in that room for dixon was it was so beautiful it just goes to show how loved someone is yeah. and that's really beautiful to see literally. so i'm glad that the audience were patient and mm. nice to her because again Live isn't something, and the judges brought this up, live isn't something that everyone wants to do. No. Some people when just I first love to drag career, I didn't want to do any live. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to just be... It was actually live week that I enjoyed doing so much. Now, yeah, that was like, I actually love doing live. Mm-hmm. And now I do it, like... You get a taste for it, and then you... Now, and it's, 
you get a taste for it and then yeah. it is something that typically you want to do and again drag queens were very egotistical we oh, love yeah. the attention to be on us and when you're doing live you sort of have the power in the room mm -hmm. and dictate what the oh, my favorite the feeling of the, the brunch when a fucking white woman's trying to fucking talk over us i look at them i just go Darling, I've got the fucking talking stick, so shut your fucking mouth. Oh, yeah, my favourite is to say, is to point them out, mm -hmm. make a show of them, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, embarrass if you them. if you embarrass them, yeah. and just give them a little prick, yeah. they'll they'll behave themselves. When... Don't draw too much attention to them, because then yeah. they're like, oh, this moment's about yeah. me, but you just give them a little prick, mm -hmm. and I ju I'll just tell them, if I can hear you over myself on a fucking microphone, mm -hmm. you're too loud. Thank, Thank you! If someone's being like, not being mean, but being loud, I'm just like, I've got the talking stick, shut up, but if they're being a cunt... I love saying, darling, you're, you paid to be here, I'm paid to be here. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. Oh, I fucking love it. But, uh, but back to Dixon, um, again, like, just, it was such a shame to see our struggle, but I, I did, I did expect it because I, obviously I know Dixon not being the most confident public speaker. The thing is, I don't think they should let this knock them. I think they should take it as a lesson to, progress their craft in, in absolutely you can only get better at things by practicing absolutely and like if dixon does want to work on a microphone i don't think oh, they do oh, but i would pay a lot of money to just sit and watch dixon dj and host tonight ah oh, it'd be cats it would be the most chaotic enjoyable beautiful experience ever so can anyone any um Hiring person out there, completely please make hiring it. person because like someone just make that a reality. Any employers, I believe is so, the word you're looking so for. <laughs> Can they just make that happen for me, please? I would love just as a one-off, a night with Dixon. Ah, oh. a night with Dix. Well done, Dixon. I know it perhaps wasn't your favourite thing to do, no. girl. You got Absolutely. through it, and we're proud of you. Absolutely. Was my baby next? Your baby was. Oh my uh, god. We okay, had so Perry Bob. I've been critiqued on outside people for being maybe biased towards cherry indeed yes but this week people can suck my fucking dick i don't care <laughs> this week i think was cherry's best week in the entire before in the, in the entire uh competition i agree like this was the week that cherry was not only terrified to do but also just did not want to do and i think she shocked the most this week I am not going to lie, I had so many reservations about this week. Yeah. I want to wholeheartedly support Cherry. Obviously, yeah. we, we have that drag family bond, and I want to always champion her. Mm. However, I was very worried about her for yeah, that yeah, week. I, I didn't say this to her, obviously, but I had her down as someone who may not make it past live week. Yeah, I'd kind of... I was like, it's really... Because I know that Cherry can deliver a good performance. Oh, absolutely. The number, I don't think anyone really had any... I didn't have doubt for that doubt part. That, no. Even with the addition of a ladder, which was oh, Cherry's yeah, prop. Was the the booby trap prop, which yeah. turned out not to be to a booby trap. I would say one of the best... Yeah, worked, to be fair. worked really well. Mm -hmm. But I'd kind of written her off. I was like, mm -hmm. if there's going to be something that sends Cherry home, be it's, it'll be, one, her confidence, and her confidence relating to live. Yeah. But, um... Let's go about number first. So Cherry obviously got the ladder and decided to do Bob the fucking builder. Yeah. Kind of an obvious choice in a way. However, yeah, the way so... that it was worked and the way that it was put together, yeah. it did work. So the, I think the standout in Cherry's number was 
the song, the one song that like, was mainly used. And shout out to Cherry's biological mom for finding it. Because after week three, uh-huh. she got told her prop. She told her, I was told her mom. And her mom is, her mom's amazing, by the way. Like, I've not properly met her, but she helps Cherry so much with, like, you know, editing her tracks uh-huh. and picking them up. Like, having a biological mom like that is, must be so, I mean, I've got a great mom myself, but someone who's so, like, there, invested in helping uh-huh. the drugs, like, oh, like, she she seems so so lovely. knowing Cherry's background as a dancer and as a gymnast, yeah, it makes perfect sense that her mother is so invested. Yeah, gymnastics parents, dance parents, they tend to be very very involved mm-hmm. in those particular sports or yeah. those particular art forms yeah. because it's so all encompassing and you need the support of your family. So it's only natural that that has transitioned into drag. I thought about it like that, but mm. that, that makes a lot more sense now. But yeah, there was the song that she used is called the ladder song. Everybody has wishes. Everybody has hopes. Some are small like dishes. Some are big like boats. Stupid. All I ever wanted was my own ladder. So fucking Go up my ladder. One step I've done. It's all. Oh, it and was she did the whole on going up one, one step down. Yeah. Two steps down. Because Cherry actually does have a fear of heights. And oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. Fear of heights. I thought that was a joke. Public speaking. And you couldn't get a worse fucking combination for that kid. Literally. And she. But it worked in her fucking murdered had the climb in there yeah so the the whole thing was about and had a voice note from uh bonnie in there as well about how chris went too hard with the light in last week so one needs fixing (laughs) so the whole thing was about going up the ladder fixing the light it was a good clean narrative i feel like a simple concept plenty of gags but not too many a well-edited track obviously great songs but just honestly i think a perfect number things were going wrong as in like Props have fallen out of our little toolbox. Yeah, so I noticed off. that a hat fell but off, the glasses fell off. I think it added to it because what it, it either was... added, it, I, I don't necessarily think it added to the performance, but it certainly didn't take away no, from it. I don't. I only think it added to it because what eventually led to before she started up the ladder was because she was trying to jump and reach the light, but she couldn't. Cause she that was, that she was, was funny. I liked that as a gag. I didn't know if that was improv mm-hmm. or whether that was already in there, but that was really funny. Yeah, and then she dropped her toolbox and had the sound soundbite of, Oh no! Mm-hmm. Our table! It's broken! And I think very smooth. She got up to the, she got up to the light and had a soundbite from Rory from Ma'awiya mm-hmm. during my week four, actually, where she's critiquing me about how, obviously, I sprayed my silly string everywhere. And she finds a party popper that has been up there for probably ages. And Cherry uses that and mm-hmm. pulls the party popper down and is like, how long, Chris, how? Uh, one thing I love about Drag Idol is how we're at a point now where Drag Idol has become almost a parody of itself. Yeah, self-referential. Self-referential. Really. People pull stuff from different years of Idol all the time, and I, I love that so much. Yeah. That's probably Not one of my favourite things. their own year of competition, but obviously pretty oh, yeah. good uh-huh. as well. It's really clever. Well, I'd say mostly. Yeah. And I love that. It just shows that... I like when people do their homework. Yeah, absolutely. And it just shows. Honestly, the number... The number was great, mm-hmm. but it was by no means the highlight for me, Layla. No, the live. The live. Yeah. I was, again, so... So fucking impressed. And Cherry, I know you're listening. Baby, I am so fucking proud of you. I could, like... My eyes could leak. Because... Yeah, yours I were. I was literally, as soon as she finished and she was getting those critiques, 
I was just bawling my eyes out. Like, I just, like, I... And I never want to hear this child fucking shy away from a microphone again. Literally. So if I do cover Open Drag Night again and Cherry's performing, I'm going to put that microphone in her fucking oh, hands and be like, me. go. When, if she ever comes back to the palm and does some... Rigid, no excuses. She's fucking, she's talking on that mic. Like, she's got no excuse now because that was amazing. I think, I do think what helped was the fact that she'd familiarised herself with the judges, you know. Mm -hmm. She knows Penny. She got to new, no plastic. She's spoken to Frida a couple of times and... You know, she knows that. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention Frida Suffolk was a oh, best judge this, yes, year, this course, week. Yeah, yeah. Um, a fellow uh, AFAB queen alongside mm -hmm. Cherry. Um, Alumni. It's nice that, obviously, they're going to understand each other mm -hmm. in a way had, that... Had a funny little joke as well with Frida. Yeah, we did. Now, we don't do drag because we're women out, do we, do we, Frida? The fact and... that people actually still say that. Yeah, it's, started. it's fucking bizarre. Don't even get any started. But, but it's uh, good that they made a joke of yeah, it and it no, made Frida laugh. Yeah. So the whole thing was Cherry's obviously being a dance teacher. She brought that to Idol and did Cherry's dance class and did uh, moves of well, parodies of moves that you know the judges do. There were more. There was more content that Cherry wanted to put in there. So she won't mind me saying this, but she wanted to do the House of Love and she was going to do the click with the knees up. <laughs> she was going to do the layla as in the kick, the leg drop, and, hair swing. Yeah. And then she was going to say, and all you need now is a black bodysuit. <laughs> she was, yeah, and then she had one that she was going to say for Ben Dover, and she was going to walk off stage. <laughs> which, was all, which was like, you know, they're all, they, they seem real shady, but coming from Cherry. That's funny, yeah. You, they don't come from a single There's no malice. No, that child doesn't have a backbone in the Literally. body. She did the Rory's, she did one arm up, other arm, bevel and shake, you know, the my darling children. Oh, God, I love her. I just, will say, I didn't like, that didn't click in my head. Did it not? No, I didn't realise that was a reference to Rory. Do you know when she gets him, like... No, I know, I know what Rory, yeah. yeah, when Rory does it, and now that you've explained it, it makes perfect mm -hmm. sense, but I didn't connect those two dots in Fair. the moment, so I feel like that was maybe... I'm not going to criticise, because the number, the live was great, Yeah. but if Cherry had drawn a little bit more attention to that, it mm -hmm. would have dropped, but that's my fault, maybe not. I mean, Fair. it's not Cherry's, Fair isn't enough. it? The funniest part of the live, though, was when she did the penny... Took our shoes off and put some sliders on. G genius. It was funny. Genius. And it made Penny laugh. I think it made the entire room was cackling. Like, Penny's honest to God. Penny gets a lot of stick during live week, but yeah. that queen has got such a good fucking sense of humour. Oh, fully. She can, she can fucking take a joke. She can like, take she a really joke. Can. I mean, she's been sat next to Rory for how many bloody years? Yeah. Of course she's going to have a good sense of yeah, humour about it. Fucking hell. Yeah. Gag. Fucking hell. Just finish off about Cherry, like, amazing. Like, I can't say enough. I'm so proud of you. I know. Well done, baby. Honestly. So, I know you'll just cringe to hear nice things said about yourself. Yeah. But, suck it up, because you smashed it. Yes. Like, revel in the moment. Literally. Well done. I think it was probably the, the next to be best in show, because it was, unfortunately, there was two best in shows this week. But, um, I think she was very, very close. I certainly think that Cherry was the, the dark horse of the week, yeah. and more than rose to the like occasion. I was just saying before we started recording, there was a lot, there was a lot of similarities to my to our year than there was to certain this year. parallels. Yeah, so the best sort of like planned on what you're gonna do, like a skit, Costa and Bonnie and Ben, mm -hmm. very that with best sort of dark horse people not expecting it to do well, but it actually does well. Me and Cherry, and yeah. then sort of gone off the cuff and just 
saying shit, Stacy and Ruby. Yeah, there's there's there were so many good little individual aspects of mm. people's lives yeah. this week that it, it was hard to call. Yeah, because everyone like, oh, well, this person did this better, but this person yeah. did this and that person did that. Yeah, it was a hard and one. And they to call. did look into that as well, which we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to that at the end. Moving on, we had Dildo. Matt, oh, I love my Dildo. I know. We, I got to speak to Dildo upstairs again. Somebody oh, yeah. was very nervous, mm-hmm. but had no reason to be. No. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Under the Brolly. It's me, Mia, and I have the pleasure of being joined by my 2022 drag idol sister and competitor, Dildo. How are you, Dildo? I'm doing good. I'm feeling fresh, feeling gorgeous, ready to be on the pod. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much for all of the support that you've given. Um, it's been amazing talking about your your sort of trajectory. Yes, you, dear. <laughs> Honest to God, it's been a pleasure. Talking about your trajectory in this year's competition has been amazing. Just a little bit. Yeah. Last year, you were consistent. No, seriously, girl. Last year, you were consistently strong. And both me and Layla have said it. We think that you would have been heading straight for the final. However, you taking the decision to look after yourself was so brave and something that I honestly thank you. <laughs> I, w- I would praise you so highly for. Thank you. So, anyway, enough about last year. The depressing shit, yeah. <laughs> the depressing Moving shit. On, next but look. Question. Look how much it's done for you this year because I feel like you've came back with such fire. Can you just tell me a little bit about this explosive side that we're seeing to Dildo this year? To be honest, I feel like I wish I could say that there was a reason for it, but I honestly don't know why. I don't know why I've came back and it's been like a confidence boost considering where I was last year. Um, I wasn't going to come back actually, I very much was not planning on coming back. And then Cherry Bomb, yes, Cherry, you. Battered the shit out of us constantly. Are you gonna do an idol? Are you gonna do an idol? Are you doing an idol? Please battered do an idol. you physically with hammers, emotionally, mentally, emotionally. yeah, just constantly badgering us about it. And I said, you know what? I'll do it for you, Cherry. I mean, I've came back and I'm like, oh, I might just do it for myself as well, you know. But um, yeah, I'm glad I have came back, and I am glad I've kind of had like this, not a 180 of last year, but I feel like the energy I had last year is definitely elevated compared to what I used to be. I hate that that cheesy cliche of everything happens for a reason <laughs> but yeah. I honestly do believe that for you this year mm-hmm. like something the stars just seem to have aligned, aligned. You. And it's, honestly as an audience member it's yeah. been an absolute pleasure to watch thank you um, obviously we don't know yet what the theme is for next week yeah but should you triumph tonight which mm. I'm expecting you will <laughs> put the pressure on the more thank you sorry <laughs> Should you triumph tonight and you make it through to next week, yes. what theme would you be hoping for? If it was hmm. Dildo's choice? I would love, I mean, to be honest, like, everything I've done this year is like movies or something like that, but yeah. I would love playing at the movies again. I don't know oh. why. I feel like there's some things going on that I would want to be able to see. It's something that I feel like lends itself so perfectly to yeah. your Well, your like drag. with Disney, it's broader than it used to be but Disney's very much one trick pony or yeah. things you expect whereas if you do Night of the Movies it's literally any genre any movie you want any people you want to do 
It could be anything, so I really want that. And not Eurovision. If it's Eurovision, I'll cry. You'll cry. I don't like Eurovision. I don't want a theme around it, thank you. That's fair. <laughs> as we, You could, as we've seen, uh, Lorena's making a, a reappearance for Sweden. Exactly. So who knows? Stranger things could happen. Maybe Dildo could be the UK's entry Maybe for Eurovision. I don't know. I mean, Maybe I that'll actually. change your opinion on Eurovision. <laughs> I don't think it will. No, I'm not a fan of it. I think if I was in it, I would still fucking hate it. <laughs> be like, I don't want to be. I don't want to be. I'm just here for the check. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us today, Dildo. I know you're a very busy woman in just high a demand. Bit. I am a very good business Thank you very woman. much for taking the time to speak with us. We you're very welcome. It. I'm happy to be on the pod with you all. Snap lash, Diva. Thank you very much, Dilto, for taking that time to speak to us. I do appreciate it. I do hope to see you in Eurovision, even if you do hate it. Is it just me that's not like a massive fan of Eurovision? I'm not a massive fan of Eurovision and Diva, Dilto. But if I would watch it if Dildo was the entrant for the GB Can Dildo for the UK, it, please. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking calm. That'd be calm. Get her on. I like how I like our entry for this year. It's quite good. It's called I wrote a song. It's, it's quite a bar. I wrote a song. Yeah, well, we did very my, well last I, year. One Mueller, not Mueller, not Mueller corner, but like. Oh, I love a Mueller corner. So do I. I fucking do. What's your favourite? Them one with the little chocolate and vanilla balls in. Oh, fair. I'm... Is that Mueller? It yeah, is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I'm con- oh, that's is it naughty. controversial that I like the cherry one with the Greek yogurt? No, that's fine. That, I'd say that's perfectly I fine. I love just eating that, like, sour cherry, like, mm. oh, yeah. We're on a tangent. I know, a tangent. A good one, though. Oh, aye. Very relevant. If we remember, we'll put a, I know. If we remember, we'll put a poll on Instagram because we never did the Dermot O'Leary one. No, and speaking of, I'm literally, I'm, I'm going to do that right now wherever my phone is. I can't find it. It's literally right here. I know. Tell the folks that we're recording under the brolly, and we want to know their thoughts. Very what is the best Miller corner? Anyway, back to Dildo. Dildo did. Dildo's prop was a Easter basket. This is one of those moments where, for me. The props themselves are pretty shit. They were really weird this year. Weird, I but I feel like most of the props are always shit. It just mm. depends what you do what with you them. them. And in typical dildo fashion, went fucking psychotic, I think. Indeed. Uh, this number was probably the weirdest thing I've seen in Drag Art. And, and that's and Dixon Stores is in this year. I know. This so, was crazy. It was crazy. Dildo did... A cooking show, like a really cheesy, yeah, like over-the-top... cooking show. Was it meant... I'm sure it, that's it not seemed, meant for kids. No, well, it, how it was but, portrayed, I mean, yeah. it was like a kid's TV show. Like the sort show. of demeanour like, which she was portraying, yeah. Like, very that. It's very yeah. cheesy, over-the-top. Yeah, given that she had, like, a talking rabbit as a mm. hand puppet Again, named Bell. Their own voice notes as well. Their, their own voice notes. Amazing. The fact that Dildo made a character called Belle, Belle the Bunny, like, just so fucking stupid. And it started out, like, normal enough, explaining what she was going to be doing, what she was going to be cooking, and then it sort of, the music changed. Very clever as well, to take something like a cooking show, because you explain what you're doing anyway at the start, so it doesn't leave people questioning what she's doing. Yeah. It tells you what she's doing right off the bat, and then you're going to wait and watch her do it, which I think is really clever. Yeah, it is, but... Dildo, very, very clever queen. Oh, that brain is amazing. And it sort of started to... The wheels started to come off the bus, Mm -hmm. and the music changed, and it got darker. And 
again, in the sweet sort of manner, Dildo was like, all you're going to need is fresh chicken. Little chick things that are, like, all fuzzy. From, like, home bargains or something. But had, like, live chick noises in the background. And then put them in a blender. And put Mozart on. (laughs) And started blending these chicks. And it just got progressively... And their face as well. They looked so happy to be doing it. It got progressively more insane. It reminded insane. me of when you started smashing a baby in a bag on stage when you were doing Vamp. Yes. As the clown. I mean, not that anyone will think that it was a real baby, but a, no, it wasn't. a, a, a toy baby <laughs> in a hessian sack yeah. just smashing the shit out of it on yeah. stage. It was fun! It was fun! It was very cathartic! I'll have to try Babies it. Babies are irritating! That's very true. <laughs> I'll have to try it sometime. Uh, but no, it was psychotic as fuck and just... Their face, just like pure enjoyment the entire time. It was so like had the koala Deville laugh mixed perfectly in there, so smooth. And I was just like, any queen that does the koala Deville laugh as part of a number, I'm like, yes, bitch. Yes. Oh yes, dear. Just like uh, that. That mind. I know it's insane. Section. Literally, yeah. But so fabulous to watch and. As far as the numbers concerned, I don't feel like the judges gave her a flowers enough. No. And Frida pointed something out that I pointed out a few weeks ago. I love the fact that Dildo does more spoken words uh-huh. and voiceovers. There's than very music. little actual music and in I there. That it's a nice break because mm-hmm. we've seen most people just have music and sound bites. But... It's one, Dildo's more a queen that you typically have to pay more attention to. Yeah. So Dildo's you don't miss a queen things. that would work better in sort of like a seated. Yeah. Event sort of thing. You have to sit and watch. Whereas, yes, which is a tough one. Yeah. Whereas performers like Cherry and me and Stacey and that, like, you, you can kind of stand up and dance along and, mm-hmm. and like, while watching them, do you know what I mean? But yeah, I, I think the number was amazing mm-hmm. and finished it off perfectly after blending the chicks, mm-hmm. had a, a ready oh made chicken burger there, and then said, the rabbit was trying to get away from her, and she said, next week, join us, join us and we'll be cooking a rabbit pie. <laughs> and the so rabbit's like, what the fuck? So calm. And then she elbow dropped. The oh buddy. my god, through the floor, <laughs> on the floor, and elbow dropped. It's so funny. Hello. Dildo's just a comedic genius, Literally, really. Like, so funny. I really want to get Dildo in for one of the shows that I do. I, I, that would I just, be amazing. It'd be, honestly, it'd be an honour to have them. A lot of the contestants this year I've got planned to invite to a night of, and... I think they'd all be amazing additions, my dear. They, uh, I'd be honoured to have a lot of them. They're all amazing people and amazing performers as well. Dildo's live! I... Okay, so, I've even... I've watched it back, and I even still don't remember much of it. Okay. I think, for me, it did fade into the background a little bit. Yeah, to, to an extent. I think mainly for me because it... Because of, obviously, the shyness and how... Mm-hmm. So I'm really impressed because I spoke to Dildo upstairs. They were really, really nervous. Right. Like, visibly shaking. But another one that was... I, so I wasn't necessarily expecting them to do live, to do well at live. Mm-hmm. However, I think Dildo handled herself very well. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't Dildo... it being bad. Oh, no, it's not bad. No. Dildo has a very <clears throat> good gift for being cunty mm-hmm. without being a cunt yeah it's it never seems just intentionally hateful yeah. but the jokes that she tells are very cutting yeah like absolutely. i feel like if a 
a perhaps lesser comedic person mm. was to try and do that, it would just come across as just being nasty. Yeah. And that never works, no. just being a con. You have to be funny with it. Yeah. It's why people like Miss Rory have done so incredible in their career. Yeah. Because they have a gift for being conny, but being funny and yeah. warm with it. Yeah. And Dildo sort of has that, mm -hmm. that ability. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, the main reason I don't remember it much is because of how, I would say how little mentally present they were. I think, I think they were, I think they were they're very nervous. And mm -hmm. I think it also is because sort of many other people did so well as well, like Costa and Cherry and Ruby. It's a lot, to, it's a lot of pressure when you see people doing really well. It mm. does kind of put pressure on you yeah. to do either better or do the same. Mm. I remember feeling that in our week because I think I was towards the end. Last, was I last? Yeah, I so. And I remember watching everyone else's lives and I was like, oh my God, how the fuck am I going to like compete with this? Yeah. And I think out of the bottom three or four, I think, you were someone for a while, but. I mean, a lot of people have told me that I, I should have been in the final, mm -hmm. but that's no shade to anyone else. It is it is what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm not bitter. And I, at that time, I was, like, I was content. Mm -hmm. I, w I wasn't angry or upset to not be going through. A little bit disappointed, maybe, because you get that far yeah. and you want to go that extra step oh, and get to the final. But I wasn't bitter and I wasn't angry. I was just like, okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, my time has come and I'm so proud of what I had done up to that point, most of it. Same. So I was quite content to go home. I'm fair enough. But Dildo did, for me, really, really well, mm -hmm. and bravely spoke about how they are autistic. So oh, right, okay. on stage, I, I think I missed that during part. the critiques, and said it can be really difficult for her to have these sorts of conversations with people. So I think as like how well she handled herself and mm. being brave enough to talk about her neurodivergence is so so commendable well, so good for her, though, well done Tilda, my love i take my lashes off to you Absolutely. i think you did amazing I just, I probably... and i still think the performance was better than the judges perhaps yeah said. i agree i fucking love that my, my jaw was on the floor the entire time i was like i don't know whether to laugh or mm -hmm. It was off, twisted, like, but it was camp, and yeah. that is my shit. Yeah, that is what absolutely. I love in drag. When mm -hmm. someone can make something so twisted and so vile, Niche, funny, yeah. it for me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, well I think, done. I think pretty much everyone's numbers across the board, maybe except Dixon and Saturn's, was really great. Like, mm -hmm. ev like pretty much everyone's numbers were great. It was more the lives that, like, you know. Was there, there's more to talk about. Absolutely. And then moving on, we had none other than my darling Vic the Prick. So once again, another stellar week for Vic, I think. Not, Indeed. Not his or best. should we say Captain Vic Captain the Prick. Captain Vic. So Vic's... But she, I have heard of <laughs> We're going to get so into this. Because a little fun fact, me and Mia love Pirates of the Caribbean really so much. So Vic's prop, what well, I say props were the Hawaiian flower lace. garlands with the lace, yeah. Um, and they took it more. I would say used the prop more in the live uh -huh. than the actual number, which I think was really clever. It was really clever. It was included in the number, yeah. but not to a massive extent. And I remember watching the number, mm -hmm. getting to that point, and thinking, 
they're going to clock the fact that you haven't really yeah. used the prop that That's much. A shame, yeah. However, he then carried it through to the live, which mm-hmm. is very clever. But we'll go. We'll do the live first, then. So he, well, well, no, we'll do we'll do the the performance first. So Vic did Jack Sparrow from mm. Paris the Caribbean. Oh, Jack Sparrow. And as pointed out by pretty much all the judges, the method acting in Vic again just insanely good. He never broke. I mean, I'm infatuated at how someone can keep a character up that long. Upstairs, again, he was totally in it. Walking around like Walking he was around, drug. giving me chocolate, giving yeah. people chocolate coins. I got two, because I'm his girl. Oh, I only got the one. <laughs> um, I'm, the sister, I'm the sister-in-law, I should get this two, but you know, never mind. But Keep your hands to yourself. Oh, don't, I've got plenty of other men involved here, it's all right, love. Like, you know, I'm kind of Rory for a shot if I want. But Ew. I'm joking. God, it's like, like having a blessing. Oh, shaggy around. Even a blessing from God. Uh, that part. Touched by God. And I have been touched by Phyllis God. Phyllis the dolly where he touched you. <laughs> Literally. Just the method. Oh, it was just amazing to watch. It was incredible. I was up, We were upstairs getting, like, interviews and stuff that for people, but I spent half my time just watching Vic just climb some Yeah, just lots. very entertaining to watch. And he would just mm-hmm. sort of appear out of nowhere. Yeah. Like a a ghostly spectre. He also seems to never get tired of doing the character. Oh, I think he enjoys it too much. Mm-hmm. Funny in it. And as well, attention to detail. Stayed ginger. Vic's mm-hmm. whole thing is that he's a ginger man, and every character he's done, each one has been so different, but he's stayed ginger in every single one of them. Fiery redhead. Like so clever. The the look was amazing. Like, how he puts these looks together in a week. Works so hard. And is, does he, again... Does he make a lot of them? Yeah. Fucking hell. Mm-hmm. So, was making the the hair, sh- was sending me pictures of the stuff that he put in it. And I was just like, the, w- the way your brain works. And you think, like, he even had the Heart of the Ocean from Titanic. Did he? Yeah, in the hair from the bandana. And I was like, the fact, again, the fact that you think to do that. Oh my god! Just brilliant. Um, in the number was taking us through all of the different props that Vic has used. Yeah, yeah. His numbers, he brought so. a treasure treasure chest in the uh... had Vic's uh, Vic's tricks in a treasure yeah. chest box. First, he pulled out the air guitar from week one uh, with the caution tape, and yeah, then, then pulled the out pasty, the pasty, infamous uh, pasty. Had gags in there, like pulled out a toy octopus and did the like. Jack Sparrow recoil yeah, yeah. where he's scared of something. Yeah. And I was like, all these little things that Vic's, Vic does in a performance, you have to like keep. I'm always fixated on what he's doing because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I want to see what he does. What like, is next? These Absolutely. weird little like character isms. As God said last week, it's it. fucking theatre. It really it is. is so good. I will say, I don't necessarily think this was Vic's best no, no, no. number. However... I would say it was his least best out of all the ones he's done. But even his least but best even his is least best is fucking incredible. Half the numbers I've fucking seen in Idol. Literally. Like, it was insanely good. Had the... <laughs> what could potentially be touchy yeah. um, sound bites in there, or controversial sound bites yeah. of the trial from Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Yeah. The Megapint thing. The Megapint yeah, of wine. There was a song in there that I didn't realise It must existed. have been, like, I think it was like a parody sort of Again, remix of... Parodies typically Sound don't go trial. down well with the judges, mm-hmm. but they seem to just glaze over it. Yeah. I think it's good. It worked well. Because it was good at referencing that without it, it actually having 
like the sort yeah. of pulls out of the chest the jar of jar of dirt. I'm gonna jar of dirt. I'm gonna jar of dirt. Angus what's inside it? Turns out it was full of coke. Uh, and one of the props that he'd also had was one of those looking, yes. what is it called, mic- telescopes? Um, <laughs> yeah, the... I'm not a nautical woman. Yeah, one of those yeah, more... monocular things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, monocular. Is that a thing? It's called a monocular. Is that what it's called? You know more about yeah, it. Yeah, because if you look, think about it, monogamy is, means you love one person. Monoc- monocular. I think, is that true? I think so. If that's true, I'm sure. If, so... if that's right, you are really smart. And... Thank you very much. I'm here all week. I don't think it is right, though, but, you know. <laughs> I can't hold it this. Um, so, yeah, the Jarda, he, he proceeds to do a fat line off of off of the... That would have had me climbing up fucking walls. I've never done a line bigger than that. It, it makes me ambitious. Mm-hmm. Please don't listen to this, ma'am. <laughs> um, oh, she, oh, she knows. Proceed, it's to take the kind of, like glass bit off of the monocular, I'm calling it monocular, I don't care, and used it as like a roll-up bit of money, a uh-huh. the line. Just, ah, oh, I just... And then started it. twirling on the stage as if he was yeah. off his nut, and I think it was to jar, 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 and was just twirling round. Just, oh, I just... Can we... That's brilliant. The last prop that he pulled out, oh, no. I know. Well, that, in the grudges, judges' critiques, we'll mm-hmm. get to that, that was mm-hmm. something that was said. Um, but one last thing that he did was pull out the lays, and I was like, oh, there they are. Yeah. But as I've said, I was like, they're going to clock that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the live that things really changed. Yeah. And he proceeded to carry on with the pirate theme, and with the judges, decided to play a game of pirate with a twist. Uh-huh. So, so it was like ring toss. Yeah. But it was, <laughs> it was on... This, I'm going to guess the same was, dick that I, I fucked the so, pasty yeah. with. Again, callback. With the ginger with pubes With the ginger pubes it. all over it. <laughs> so funny. And it was on one of the lays that he'd sort of made into a, into a base of the... The of cock the had a pirate hat on it. L- yeah. And he walked up to it and said, Why's the cum gone? <laughs> now, if you've seen the movie, you'll get all of these little references. Yeah. And I know we talked earlier about people criticising... Chris. However, mm. I am going to retract a little bit on that and criticise. I'm sorry. Mm. Chris, I know there's a lot going on during Drag Idol, yeah. but Chris didn't have Vic's game ready. No, he didn't. And that was a good because chunk he, he, of he time. Because and Vic mixed up, didn't he? Yeah, Sorry. and that was a good chunk of time that was then taken mm-hmm. from... And the... may have thrown Vic off a little bit. I don't bit. feel like it was added. No. I feel like Chris just carried the time on. Jo- uh, Vic made a joke about it and was like, Chris, the game. Yeah. And it was funny. Yeah. But again, that is. And to respond with, to something that's gone wrong in, in your performance that wasn't your fault. And to, to respond to it still so in character. Uh-huh. The judges. One loved word, it. professionalism. Absolutely. I don't think I could. For the game, the judges had to throw a mini lay mm-hmm. over the cock. Yeah. Um, Rory went first. And got it. Good for you, girl. And got it. And she looked so happy she when she did it. <laughs> and then She's Penny... Nana, isn't she? Penny managed to do it from her seat. Mm-hmm. She did it. But that's when the time that's ended. That's when he ran out. And the thing so, is, like your live, mm-hmm. the judges wanted to keep going. So yeah. each, each, every judge had a, had a go. Like yeah. Frida, Plastique and Ophelia all had a go, didn't they? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I know Frida did, definitely, but... They couldn't just... get the bloody lays over the wigs. No. So Rory Walhurst is a fucking flower crown. So funny. But no, I think again again, I don't think it was a slam dunk. I think it was There was up there was peaks and 
Peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. Yeah. In there. But I think overall, great week. It was still, yeah, it was still really Just good. above safe for me, I think. Yeah. Just above. Vic didn't actually do a great deal of talking during the live. No. It was more about the game and the the character. Mm-hmm. However, I don't feel like that was a bad thing. No. and It's I think... one of the few lives where I won't criticise someone for not doing a lot of talking. Because for what he did, he showed that he could do the voice. He could yeah. stay in the character. And he was kind of hosting a game, so, like, you don't really need to do that much. And if you think about it, neither did Cherry. Mm-hmm. She didn't do that much talking because she was obviously hosting a game. But yeah. what she did, it was enough. There was just enough in there. Had he not talked at all, mm-hmm. I would have criticised Yeah. But the fact that he, he did enough, in my view, to, to make it a cohesive live mm-hmm. performance. And the judges loved it. They were, again, full of praise. And I, I think it's very smart certain people have gone from, like, feeding into the live really well from their performance, like Costa and Vic. It's been kind of a, a full performance with both. Mm. It's not been two separate. It's been a full thing. Yeah, so that's something that I wish I'd done with my live. Mm. Although it was a half-decent live and the number was half-decent other mm. than the unfortunate prop, <laughs> I wish that I'd had the foresight to sort of make it a one whole thing yeah. where I joined the live. I don't know how you would have I mean, I don't thingy, know. But had it, I done a great idea. Had I done Idol this year, mm-hmm. regardless of whatever prop I would have gotten, yeah. when I started my live, I would have been like, two seconds, something just doesn't feel right. I would have walked off stage, got a bike, and just sat on the bike for the live. Oh my god. And it'd be like, you wanted a bike? You got a fucking bike. That's so funny. Oh my but god. Never mind. That would have been so punk rock as well. Like, <laughs> like you wanted a fucking bike, but like, you fucking got one. Not really. But uh, great performance from Vic overall, again. Yeah. Like, they, I think, are the front runner. Uh-huh. I went into a protective fiancé slash wife mode uh-huh. in the crowd, and you went into protective sister-in-law mode in the crowd, did mm. we not? Because um, there was certain people in the bar that were saying things that they perhaps shouldn't and angered a group of queens. Literally. Now, in this environment, dears, anyone is welcome. Oh, yeah. However, if you're in our space, you play by our rules. And that does not involve shouting things across a crowd of people Mm. at a performer that's on stage. I don't know if Vic heard it or not, but... I didn't, and I haven't mentioned it to him, Mm. and I don't know if anyone else has, but it wasn't... Vic shouldn't in any way take it as a oh God, critique no, on what he's the doing. The people that were saying it were just drunk assholes, like, straight cis white men drinking pints in a bar. That mm. kind of I always say I want to what the vibe was that night, and it was just like completely irrelevant. I want I always say I want the confidence of any straight cis white man mm-hmm. walking into a room like they own the place. Absolutely, I have this theory. I think drag idol should be somewhat ticketed. Mm. Whereas maybe not even have to pay anything for it, but sort of like still buy a ticket online, but without actually paying. Do you know what I mean? Like have a ticket saying you want to come to Idol because it weeds out the people that are just there for a drink. Yeah. Because the bar is so packed anyway that I think that it like there's people there who are so passionate about it and really mm-hmm. want to go and watch it and care and love drag idol so much and then there's people there who were just there to have a fucking have a drink even chat shit about the performers like these two men were and i think if that was the case it would weed them out and 
the atmosphere will be such a much, even more of a pleasant place, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, who knows what will happen in the future, and we put those little boys in their place. Oh, fully. I turned around and I was like, if you don't like it, fuck off. Like, mm-hmm. literally go somewhere else, this is not the place for that. And then they left. And then they left, exactly. Bye! Fucking, anyway. Well done, Vic, my darling. I'm well very, very proud of you, as I is feel. the entirety of the scene. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. And I can't wait to see you in that final. Absolutely. And then last up... Last but not least... Ruby, 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 Ruby! Who I have to say looked absolutely stunning. She looked like sort of the older sister of how she looked week one, didn't she? Yeah, kind of, actually. Both in... Little little bit tea. She told me upstairs this was actually supposed to be her finale dress if she makes it. Oh, really? But had to do a change around for whatever oh. reason, so God knows what she's going to turn up in the final oh, two. God. I can only imagine that it will be absolutely stunning. St- just every like old Hollywood glamour. Old Hollywood it? glamour. And I'm glad that someone who is younger mm-hmm. is is doing that. Is doing the Hollywood glam, mm-hmm. because it's it's nice that queens still... Oh, are, yeah. Like, new queens through the ranks are still doing that, that's that. That's where we fucking came from, do you know what I mean? Like, we need to remember it. So Ruby's number was actually the most sort of, like, heartfelt one. Mm-hmm. So she took a very, very relevant topic of what's going on at the minute with the whole drag story time and how drags apparently a dangerous thing and oh, all this really relevant stuff going on we could in the world, get in. especially in the US. Yeah, particular. Where I will say, and I'm just going to say it, they're, tra- they're attacking drag and trying to stop people doing drag and criminalising drag queens mm-hmm. and people... People that they view, mm. they can dictate as what is drag. Plastic brought it up in an earlier week. They, so they are using it to arrest trans and non-binary people mm-hmm. and put them in jail yeah. because they perceive it as drag. Yeah. Obviously, they can't do it on public property. Yeah. And it angers me to real theory because they are trying to keep children safe from drag queens. However, mm. they won't keep children safe in school. Actually dangerous things. And even... I mean, I'm going to say it, some churches and mm-hmm. things like that, because... Like, literally. anyway, but we could get into it, and we, we could, could potentially upset a lot of people, so let's not. Yeah. They had the prop of a teddy bear, but they, it was in a cage. Uh-huh. It was in, like, a birdcage sort of thing. And I thought they could potentially go down a slightly darker route, and it mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily dark, no. but there were certainly dark aspects to it, was it as far as... It was impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Very that. Definitely. And anyone who does Shirley Bassey immediately gets bought his spine sick by boot. Goosebumps, bitch. Goosebumps. So they were a drag queen telling a story. They were reading the story of Goldilocks and Three Bears mm-hmm. and kept being interrupted by sound bites of newscasters yeah. talking about how drag's dangerous, blah, 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 all that fucking horse shit. And then went into Shirley Bassey, This Is My Life, yes. and had the. But I was holding up the cage with the bear in it, sort of as a metaphor of drag queens kind of being stuck in that box yeah. of being painted out to be this thing that they're not, that we're not. And I think the most impactful part of the number, they started smashing the cage with mm-hmm. their hand to, um, to take the bear out of the cage and, and was nurturing the bear. And I literally had goosebumps watching it. It was so just... Wow. And I remember speaking to Ruby outside about it and saying, people typically now in Drag Idol shy away from Stan and Sings. Yeah, yeah. But it was also nice to get a bit of that. Yeah. But it was a Stan and Sing with a narrative. It wasn't just yeah. the one up there, just... It wasn't just, just a straight Stan and Sing. I will always love you. However, yeah. 
but it was nice to get it. It mm-hmm. was nice to change it up a bit because yeah. we haven't really seen it this year. It was nice that that was at the end because it was the last thing people were thinking about, mm-hmm. and it had that on people's minds as well. Finish off, yeah, yeah. So the number was amazing, and then the live was. I don't know if it was planned or like sort of like rehearsed or you know scripted. Yeah. So, but it, whatever, if it, even if it was, it didn't come across as it. No. I will say she's a very natural speaker. Yeah, Ruby works a lot in leads, whether she's like hosting, performing. You can tell she's experienced and a professional girl. Yeah. Because it came across so natural and funny, and I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, she knew how to hold a crowd mm-hmm. and how to sort of. Get them where she wanted them. Yeah, absolutely. And it was sort of it was nice being in that sort of emotional, quiet sort of watching that number, mm-hmm. the, the performance, and then bit like something more lighthearted with just her just just chatting shit really. And it yeah. was, it was entertaining. It was kind of like I could have just sat there quite happily and yeah, just yeah. listened. Oh, I'd fully sit. I'd, I'd sit and, and watch it for a good few minutes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, someone get us a drink. It, I'm enjoying it, this. It, it reminded me of Stacey's last year, where Stacey kind of just walked on. And just chatted a shite and just entertained people. And that was what this was as well. It was really good. Like, it, she didn't stumble once. It was like, solid. And if she, if she did stumble, recovered well, because I didn't notice anything. And I've watched it twice now. I, overall, just a really good number. I yeah, think. I can't... As far as the... Yeah, the number and the live, I, I really don't have any critiques. And if I did, it would be splitting hairs. Oh, literally. Because it, it was just a really well put together number and a well put together and delivered live. Mm-hmm. So well done, Ruby. Again, a front runner, mm-hmm. I feel. And got two judges on their feet as well. Yeah. Frida and Plastique were on their feet. I, know. I wasn't Might really keeping so. track of the standing ovations mm-hmm. at this point. I feel like earlier... You were stood at a point where you could kind of only see only see yeah, Harry, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I was stood a bit further over so I could see who was standing up and what people's reactions were and yeah, no, the, the people were on their feet and I think if it was a seat at the back... I was trying not to obstruct anyone's view with my gigantic wig. Yeah, it, oh god, it was amazing. I know, I love that hair so much. Done by none other than local queer artist MXYM. Mm-hmm. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. And now that I've worn big hair, mm-hmm. I kind of don't want to go back. Literally. I'm like, I don't want to wear a shake and go. You had a lot of people say, yeah, on Sunday that you looked incredible. Penny, I know. Penny didn't was... recognise me. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, you look stunning. Mm-hmm. And it was... It, I mean, you know, not that it wasn't expected that you'd look good, but... I know that's nice. It's nice to hear, especially from people like that, who you respect so much. Yeah. And... Rory actually mentioned me on stage. Mm-hmm. We got quite a few mentions. Yeah, this we week. did. I mean, it helped that we were down there by, yeah. by in the judges' judge eye line. Yeah. But Rory mentioned me, and I didn't really think that Rory would know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, No, I think I think I was like, Rory was a lot more aware. Yeah, than she's think she is. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been told actually keeps up with people's mm-hmm. careers and what they're doing yeah. and like how they progress since the competition which is lovely yeah. and it just it, like it meant a lot because that little nod mm-hmm. from someone i respect so much yeah. it it really just it feels nice it, it did feel nice yeah just to be mentioned yeah so like she didn't have to do that and it was no. such a passing comment she was like mm-hmm. she said mia culpa not to be confused with mia t cleaver yeah and it was like, just, it was such a little thing but it meant a lot yeah but uh yeah, Ruby did really, really well. I know. Uh, well done, girl. Well done. Uh, another, just I, there was only like two or three people that kind of just didn't hit it for me this week, and mm-hmm. everyone else knocked out the park. Like I, this I was a not, really good. Week. I don't envy the judges in no, picking winners and people going home. I really don't. 
Speaking of winners and going home, mm-hmm. uh, we had two winners this week, technically. We did. They split the... Performance and live. Performance yeah. and live. So they had best for performance, which was... Costa. Best of fortune. She won crop week, technically. Yeah. Well deserved, in my, my opinion. Yeah, I agree. It was very entertaining number. It was a full, just, show. It, it really was. Yeah. It was really good. And then our live week winner was Aria Quinn. Yeah. As amazing as she was, I wasn't expecting it. Neither was I, no. However, I won't take away from no, that. I, I'm not going to say that she didn't I think it could it, have either did. been Aria, Cherry, or Ruby, I think. I yeah, think for me, those were the three strongest live yeah, performances. Too. Yeah. But again, I, had it been someone else, because I do think that Costa was great, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm not going to take away from anyone. No. Because, yeah, but... Well deserved. I absolutely smashed it. I, I enjoyed her live a lot and had a lot of funny gags in there. But solid winners, very, very good. And unfortunately leaving us this week was Saturn Addict. Yeah, I was disappointed no, and no. at the like at the time I didn't think she deserved necessarily no. to go home. And I still don't really Neither do I. I, I, I and as well, so we all thought there was gonna be two people going home, but obviously because Arias Cheek wasn't with us this week and unfortunately mm-hmm. I leave the competition. Uh, we only got rid of, well, the judges only got rid of one contestant this week on stage. On stage, yeah. And that unfortunately was Saturn. Um, I, I don't fully agree with it because I think some people struggled a bit more than Saturn did. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it. I absolutely adore Dixon. Yeah. I think like some of the performances of done thus far have been some of my favorites and some I, of my yeah. favorites so funny that so with the cd <laughs> yeah so dixon so so camp and clever mm-hmm. however i feel like if we're going to look at the longevity of the competition i yeah. feel like dixon's pretty much shown what they can do yeah and shown it well as yeah. well like shows variety of that one thing but mm-hmm. it is very much that one thing yeah whereas with satin satin's such a Diverse. versatile and diverse artist mm-hmm. that you can pretty much see anything from them. I, I just don't think this was their best week. And I, I, and I don't think Saturn was the worst this week, unfortunately, yeah. as well. I mean, it's just how the cookie, cookie crumbles, I guess. It's like, Drag Idol Diva, it's competition. Someone there. has to go home. Absolutely. At the end of the day, it's their I'm, decision. The thing is, I'm still excited to see what Dixon does this week. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, I'm I'm really excited. I low-key want them to do Ursula. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a really good character choice for them, which leads into the it, theme for next they, week, Layla. So, Penny was saying upstairs, obviously, how she's sick of Disney Week. Plot twist, this week is Disney Week <laughs> with a twist. It's Disney Villains this week. I would have fucked this shit. Oh, I would have We would have pissed at the gash for the excitement. Eight, eight. Left no crumbs, as the children say. Fully. I probably would have done Scar from Lion King. Yeah. I mean, I kind of I did I already it. have done Scar from Lion King, but... Yeah. I kind of did a Disney Villain Already, yeah, with yeah, the snake. With Carl, yeah, yeah. But yeah, God, what a great thing! I might have done Shia Khan in like killed Carl. Oh my God! If you were to do it again, yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been funny. That would have been good. I love that performance so much, and it's one of my favorites to bring. I back. think it was your best from Drag Idol. Oh yeah, I think definitely. definitely your best. It was such a good week. I think you were very close to the win that week. I would say I was like third, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Well, technically third, because I mean, if we're gonna go with what the judges said. You were technically second because me and Stacey were both first because he wanted to do a double win. Yeah, but, but they then... ended up not doing it because yeah. of the double win the week before. The week before, yeah. yeah. And I think Stacey did just edge me out a little bit. 
But um, technically, you were second. I think had but... Stacey just done Elastigirl, mm-hmm. it probably would have been you. But mm-hmm. the fact that she had Edna, Edna Mode in there, there well. which was, an honest to God, watch our Disney week of 2020. It was such a good week. So good. Yeah, I'm so excited for this week. Semi-finals already. Who, I can't believe it's flying over. Who's your top four? Currently. If, if they do a top four, because they might do a three or even a five. Yeah. So my top four that I want and my top four that I think will happen mm-hmm. currently are different. Mine are as well, but only slightly different. Mm-hmm. It's variation because there's there's wild cards in there. Yeah, absolutely. So the top four that I think currently will happen mm-hmm. are... Dildo, mm-hmm. Vic, right. Ruby, yeah, and it's between Aria and Cherry. Right, yeah. Well, I think it's going to be... Oh, no. Costa. Sorry, Costa and... Between Costa and Aria. Right. What I, th- what I think is going to be... What I think it's going to be is Ruby, Vic, Dildo and Aria. Mm-hmm. But what I want, just, like, I think... I mean... We're going to be biased, obviously. Yeah, with... we, it, it's hard not to be. As far as like what in our hearts, mm-hmm. what we would like. Yeah, and as well, we've seen the behind the scenes work as well. So obviously, my top four is Cherry, Vic, Ruby. What like I, like sort of like because I can't deny that Ruby's going to be there. Yeah, and Aria. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my top four. So if we were going to go off that, like. I can't, I can't in good conscience deny that Ruby will be in the final mm-hmm. because she's, she's fucking killed it. Yeah. But the top four that I would really, like, in my heart, I would love mm. would be Costa, Cherry, Vic, and Dildo. That would in be, my heart. That would be such a fun top four. Or just do a fucking top five and I, Ruby I, in I there think, as well. I think they could do it, you know. That would be a the, long-ass final. The, well, I don't know, because if they did a top, get rid of two. If they did a top five, everyone do their first number, get rid of two, then do their final thing because it would only be an extra five minutes lo- five minutes longer mm. than last year true because it would only be one extra performance but but yeah i i think it could be a top five i'd, I'd love it if it was a top five because that means we a lot hard, we're a lot easier of a choice to send at the final i guess i guess next week will be the deciding factor won't it we will say darling we will say so last thing before we sign off, should we check our little poll oh my God, to see <laughs> what the best Muller corner is? So our good friend Spencer said the biscuit rings or banana flakes. Okay. I will say the banana yogurt I really do enjoy. Oh I don't. Oh I love it, mate. The biscuit rings are really one, boring. That one comes with the with the fudge or caramel yogurt, isn't it? It's quite nice. Uh, your kid said, ooh, fuck off, Auntie Layla, they're gross. Shut up, Critical. Shut up, Critical. You no, have no taste. No one asked you. Someone said, can't have them now, but banana or chocolate flakes. Mm, they are. Okay. They are so that's two for banana so far. Mm. Oh, strawberry shortcake. Oh, why? Who oh, said big, that? Louis Crisp. Oh, why? Louis Crisp. Such a good one, that one. The strawberry yogurt with the white Oh, Good yeah. choice. Good choice. Oh, strawberry with the yogurt balls. Mm-hmm. Love that one as well. Chalky balls all day, every day. 50B. That's a good one, that. Good choice, 50. And again, banana flakes or chocolate balls from Cost of Fortune. Okay, so the current standing is ba- banana, banana flakes, is best. Banana and chocolate balls. I disagree, balls. personally, but I'm just going into the wind. I also disagree, but but no, it's still a good one, to be fair. Someone said the strawberry one, which is fair, very white girl, but 
fair. E1, what a camp one. And I'm going to put another poll up as well when this episode goes live to throw back to a previous episode. It is, was Dermot O'Leary hot or not? <laughs> because I want, I want to know. I know, splits opinions. I found him so, not not like attractive, but like, I was like, oh, this man's quite nice. Yeah, I've seen him dance and I reckon he's got snaky hips. What do you mean? Like snake, I can't do it because we're not on camera, but like snaky hips. Like, uh, his hips well. Okay, um, well. Okay. Shatter your pelvis. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that's I don't <laughs> Thank you, my loves, for joining us. And we hope you join us again out of the rain and, and under the brolly. Bye. Bye, guys.